brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop, wine and music. Yo. Tell me up, bro. Know what it is? Check this out. Oh yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Yeah, yeah, what's up, y'all? It's your man, Jermaine Showtime Stone, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wine, a.k.a. The Zara Vibes, a.k.a. Young Thanos. I'm just out here collecting infinity stones. We got, <laughs> we got a Super Bowl champ in the building. We got Mr. 40 Under 40 in the building. We got Will Blackman, man. Will, thank you for joining us. No, I appreciate it, man. I was, uh, as soon as you hit me up, like, no question, man. I just, I, I love... I love seeing people win, man. I love, I love just supporting people, man. So yeah, this was, this was a no-brainer, no doubt. Dope. Dope, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. Like, this is, you know, especially a privilege for us to have you on. You know, I definitely have a ton of questions. I know the streets want to hear from you. Um, and, you know, you coming from uh, uh, being an NFL player into the wine game. Um, and not just coming into the wine game, but like, I feel like, the wine community has really, really accepted you and you have wholeheartedly dug in. Um, what has that experience been like for you, especially being named as one of the 40 under 40 for 2020 by wine enthusiasts? What does it feel like for you to be recognized and so well received by the wine community? No, I, I think it's massive, man, because any, any field I enter, it's, it's more important to, um, be res- to me, it's more important to be respected by your peers. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I appreciate, you know, fans or whoever who admire whatever I do, but it, I think it's really important to, to be respected by your peers. You know, that's how I, I saw it playing 12 years in the NFL, you know, and the way I can judge that is to, to this day, I, I haven't burned any bridges in football. I still have a lot of connections, a lot of friends in the front office on the field, but in, the, in terms of the wine space, man, it, it shows that people are, are witnessing that I'm actually taking the time, not witnessing people have found out that I'm actually taking the time to appreciate and understand the, the craft, the art, the viticulture. Like I, I just took my W set three exam the other, you know, a few weeks ago, I Dope. took my CMS one, you know, a couple of years ago, I just finished, um, you know, I took, I, I entered the wine business. Sonoma state has a wine business program and I just, took me two years and I just finished it the other day. Wow. And um, I'm literally in this office, just, just grinding the whole time. So I think just putting that work, it, it's showing that I'm not here as in like, okay, here's this NFL guy in this space, just talking about wine and what have you. It's he's really trying to do the homework and, and appreciate right. the bitter culture. So I think that's, that's where it came from. So it shows that right now I'm, I'm on the right path. I'm nowhere near to get the 40 and the 40. I thought was, you know, I th- maybe a little premature, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I think just, but I, but I was moving pretty fast, I guess, in this space, you know? Um, and so I'm, I'm honored. I thought that was a super dope, man. And congrats to you on that as well, too. So I appreciate you. that, man. Nah, man. It was, it like like you said, man, I, I just feel like the timing in the industry is right. You know, you definitely, you came in, you popped it off. Like, ha- how much has your, um, has your mentality from sports come into how you're approaching wine because you're you're taking it very seriously you're like studying this like game tapes you know what i'm saying like how much of your mentality from sports is coming into what you're applying it into wine well first and foremost man it's you know when i played in the league it it, it wasn't a hobby like that was my life that's what i wanted to do you know so say when i came to this wine space again i want to like 
continue to harp on the narrative that like I'm not here, like this isn't like a hobby. This is this is the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I really want to make this thing happen. So I look at it like this, like, you know, what is what is a passion? You know, a passion for me is like the days that suck, the days that are tough, am I still willing to go through it? You know what I mean? Right. Do I care? Yeah. Do I care? Do I care about it that much where I want to continue to work? You know, the days where there are no sales, there are no calls, there are no emails, there, there, nothing's wrong. Like, and I had, I probably had a month that was like that where nothing was popping off for me. And I'm like, damn dude, but you know what? I, I want to make this work. You know what I'm saying? And that's, right. that's, if anything, that's the mentality I did take from football is, is being resilient, being able to persevere, being able to handle adversity. Cause it's, it's not going to be all, you know, all peaches and cream and gravy. You know what I'm saying? And right. Same thing in terms of, you know, I got into a, uh, I didn't say I got into a situation, but playing football, you get all kinds of crazy drama from like the fans and whatnot, like right. seeing all kinds of stuff. And, and even now, I remember I just, just recently, right, I posted up and it was due. I was like long overdue for this, but I posted a bottle of Miomi, you know what I'm saying, on my page. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the reason why is because I appreciated how, you know, Miomi came from the Camus family and the Camus family, you know, 70s and all of a sudden because of that brand, Joe Wagner, the son, created Miomi, ended up selling Miomi for 315 mil to Constellation. Right. I thought that process was pretty cool. And so I know how people feel about Miomi and like other wines like in that space, even Constellation. So people jumped in there calling me like, first of all, he called me a sellout, which I thought was hilarious, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> just just going in on it. But that's something too, again, like I I know like the the true essence of, of how I stand and where I am with things like that. And um to answer, to answer your question, like I took all those qualities from the football here, like all the mm-hmm. drama, all the noise, adverse, all like the tough mindset versus, you know, people would think like, oh, he's he's competitive in this market. He's going to, you know, fight and do whatever. It's like, no, I'm just I, I have endurance, man. I'm ready for whatever. So I, I'm enjoying it, man. Dope, dope. Well, you know, it's wine and hip hop, man. So we got to get into the hip hop. What what songs oh, are you vibing to right now? Bro, listen, listen. I <laughs> I just got that Benny the Butcher and Harry Fraud. Yeah, I don't showboat, you niggas know though Me and Bono, minus Gina, we like Tony and Manolo Your dough show this Frodo I'm at the register like, what's the total? Since I kicked in the door, I've been in go mode She asked the same question like Why you never smiling in your photos? The same reason Bobby went solo This takes you to slow-mo I'm tipsy riding shotgun in a Volvo My shit punch like Miguel Cotto Let's go from whipping soft olds to late night talk shows that getting frail I get the mail and <laughs> that shit is crazy oh man benny's going me? off on there benny bro i'm telling you it, it was um i was in my, with my homeboy yesterday and i was like bro this is like this is like 98 97 yeah. 99 hip-hop like like real real street just just bars all day so benny the butcher is is what i'm on like right now right now yeah. Um, in, in terms of like the, in terms of the hip hop, but musically, I like I, I can appreciate anything. I like everything. I listen to anything from house to you know R and B to pop, whatever. I like all music. But literally, the last thing I have been listening to like on a consistent basis is the new Benny the Butcher. That Benny is hard, man. Like Benny, he's he's really he's like a breath of fresh air in the industry. Him, the whole Griselda, like Conway the Machine is my favorite yeah. rapper right now. Um, but. It's like you said, bro, it, sound, it feels like 1998. And it's so difficult to recreate that vintage feeling. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people try, but like 
with the bars, Benny's definitely able to accomplish that. Like a friend of mine, he said, it feels like there's never any barbecues upstate where they from. It's just, it's so gangster. Right. <laughs> it's know? like, they like everyone's always on the corner, man, at the bodega, bro. It's just, <laughs> that's it. A bag of, a bag of uh, 3D Doritos and the juicy yeah. water, man. I saw <laughs> juicy juice. <laughs> Where, no, exactly, I, man. I feel you, man. What you been on? Oh man. Um, I definitely been rocking that Benny a lot. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I've been listening to a lot of money bag. Yo, money bag i like you know I, I respect him a lot it took me a minute because you know I, I was like let me listen to the dude but yeah I, I i i agree with you on that one yeah man he like i can tell that he kind of he kind of has a a deeper way of looking at shit like he's no definitely a, a trap rapper but when he said this line watch it watch your mouth while i fly out your bitch to a place that she ain't no exist <laughs> like I just feel like like that's my shit. I like going places on vacation that people don't really know about, right. you know. And the fact that his mind is there, it just you know that that's how I want to feel. He puts me in that mentality. Yep. Um. So that's my rap spirit animal right now. We ask every every one of my you a wine dude now, so I got to treat you like my wine guests, you know. <laughs> so on uh, on every episode, I try to introduce the hip hop fans to my wine people. Now everybody knows you already, but they don't know your your hip hop spirit animal. So if you could choose a rapper that embodied your style and your spirit, what rapper would that be? Like, who's your rap spirit animal? My rap spirit animal, man. You know what though? It's <laughs> going with the woo, bro. Woo! It's, 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 it's been hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging, but I'm alive on arrival. I'm getting back the shape of the streets to stay awake to the ways of the world. Cause shit is deep. A man with the dream with plans to make cream. I went to jail at the age of 15, a young buck selling drugs and such. Who never had much, trying to get a clutch of what I could not. Court play me short, now I'm facing incarceration, pacing, going upstate's my destination. It's woo because here's the thing. This is this is the deal, right? So coming coming out of the draft, you know, I played so many positions, right? I played so many positions where it gave me a lot of value. And then when I played in the NFL, same thing. I, I played 12 years. No, I wasn't like a grand superstar, but I played 12 years. I was a starter because I was able to play multiple positions. Like I had a lot of value. And now even in this, in the whole wine space, it's like, yeah, I'm in the wine world. I'm talking about wine, but it's lifestyle. So I can talk about lifestyle. I can talk about fashion. I can talk about wine, sports, spirits, cigars. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it was like the woo, bro. Like there's a lot of dudes in there with different styles, you know, that yeah. created that one brand. So that's kind of, it's so funny. Cause this is, but this is on the spot. I did not know you were going to ask me this question. Nah, so I was nah, like, gosh, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, how can it not, not who my favorite is, but I mean, who's my favorite group, but just, just them, just overall, just like, there's so many different uh, aspects in that group. And I feel like that's me, man. It's like all these different things I could do, but then you snap back and it's like, it's woo, you know, it's, yeah. it's that group. So that's me. I get- I got to say, and, you know, I don't want to offend any of my prior guests, but that might have been the most fire answer to that question I got. My man picked picked non-spirit animals and brought it all into one. That's the illest shit I ever seen, man. Listen, 40 of us in back of a bus, baby. (laughs) Word. You know what? I um, got to send you a bottle of Licata. That's um, Raekwon's new sparkle, um, Lambrusco. I gotta get you a bottle of that, man. Since you, yeah, since you fucking Lambrusco. with the woo, Lambrusco and, and Buffalo wings. That's what I do, man. Oof, there it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's your free there. game. Exactly. Exactly. Is there enough German wine in your life? 
aside from some of the most incredible Riesling on this earth, Germany is the third largest and one of the most acclaimed producers of Pinot Noir in the world. There, the grape is known as Spätburgunder. Discover more about German wine at GermanWineUSA.com or on social media at GermanWineUSA. But yeah, man, t- so where did you grow up? Did you grow up on the West Coast or the East Coast? Yeah, I'm, I grew up on the East Coast, man. I'm from Providence, Rhode Island, man. That's where I'm from. Born and raised. Uh, went to school in Boston. Uh, my family, my mother's side is in Rhode Island, in Boston, and my father's side, they're all in Harlem and Queens. Um, so... A lot of trips up there on the, um, you're going to laugh, bro, on the Fung Wah, baby. You know Ooh, nothing about the Fung Wah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where, where do you catch that at? Right over Canal, there by um, Canal yeah. Street. Yeah, yep. Canal Street. Oh $10, $10 $10 direct to Boston. They made one stop, I think, to Fuddruckers or something like Or Roy Rogers <laughs> made one stop. And the, the best part is, bro, is like when you took the Fung Wah and when we stopped at like Roy Rogers or something like that and they beat the horn one time, if you didn't get on the bus, they left. So you. You, lost yeah. your, you lost your money. <laughs> but but the thing but the thing is you got to Boston or New York so fast they throw they drove those buses like a Corolla. Um yeah, yeah grew up, grew up, <laughs> but grew up in Providence, man. And uh yeah, that, that's that's you know, born and raised out there, man. So that's I'm East Coast through and through. But yeah, I live in Cali now. I've been here for about I've been there since two thousand eight. So yeah, my wife is from out here and then I met her out here and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that weather. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. It costs that. a grip, but we're not leaving here. No way, yeah. man. Nah, man, I can't front on that weather. And you know, you really, you really spent some time up here. If you know about that bus, and you know how they whip that bus, <laughs> yeah, I know you got some stories, man. <laughs> yeah, oh no, nah, for real, I was just sit on that bus. I got in. It was me and this lady, and she had a a whole cage of chickens right next to me on that bus. <laughs> and hey, they, come the, the funny thing is, they let her in with that, and that was okay. The, the, so you know she was like the she was in the back or she was the first on the bus he, but he opened the door he said man go ahead and get back there give him ten dollars yeah man yo you know one thing um another thing i think a lot of people are interested to know man now i seen i seen a harlem shake the other day man yeah i buddy. seen i seen you bust yeah. down some harlem shake the other day now did in a, in a touch did that come from the touchdown dancing days like what what came through what 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 spit? What um G Dep spirit just hit you that you was like, yo? Oh I right, like I pu- I pulled that one from the vault. I know it yo, was like G Dep. Oh hold on, G-Dep. I was like, yo, I had I, I had to ask, man. It, now was that was that inspired by touchdown dances or was it just like, yo, I'm out here doing my thing? You mean like when I put the video up? Yeah, yeah, when you put the video up. Like, nah, I don't, I don't know. Tally? I don't. I'm not really putting this because I think it's hilarious. I just want people to relate. Like, right. like am I the only one who's out of Holland Shake shape? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, how my t- thought process rolls. You're the only person on this show that I can ask this question, man. What does it feel like to win a Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> like, and do you really go to Disneyland after? Like, what 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 happens? Like, how does that how does that feel? Yeah, you know it's. It happens so quick, man. It's it's weird. It's um, first of all, it's such a long week because you you know you practice the week before. That's where you really get the work in, because when you go to the Super Bowl, ours was in Super Bowl forty six was in Indianapolis. That whole week is all press and media stuff. Yeah. So you're just like reviewing and walking through and just going over. You can't really get like a full practice in to concentrate. So, um, all that went by. It was such a long week. All that went by so fast, and then just just playing a game. It was just you know, for that 60 minutes, it was kind of, you know, just 
uh, like a movie and then to actually win it <laughs> is no it's it's wild because here's the thing too my my situation was unique because last so i got drafted to the green bay packers right and i was there for four years right and it's kind of like the fourth year we were ready to go as a, as a team like this is the year we're about to go win this shit and let's do it and i end up getting hurt the year before i never got healthy so they actually cut me the year 2010 that's the year green bay won the super bowl mm. like i was supposed to be on that team that's crazy Oh, it was it was awful. Like seeing damn. All my friends. So, like, what what did you say to yourself? Like, what was your mood after seeing that shit happen? My thing was like, I need to find a way to get healthy. You know, mm. I'm still pretty young, and I need to find a way. And it sucked too. Like, I got cut that year. My wife was seven months pregnant, and then it was just yo. Awful. Everybody goes through shit, man. People people like see success, but they don't know what a motherfucker had to go through to get there. Bro, like, it, I, it took me like three surgeries to get my knee right. So anyhow, I ended up going back. I ended up getting signed by New York. Um, played 2010, just a little bit. And then they brought me back in 2011. And that's the year we won the Super Bowl. So Green Bay won 2010. I came back with New York and won 2011. So it was even more like sweeter for that reason. But after that, it was just an absolute blur. I just, you know, people were like, what you do in the locker room? I was like, bro, I just remember going back to my locker room and I was, just, I was hanging out with like Seal and Heidi Klum. They were just... <laughs> They were just chilling. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. What did y'all drink, man? What did y'all toast? Okay, here, here's the thing, too. It's, I don't remember what I had because even at this point, I was still I was still learning. You know, I never kept record of, like, brands or what I had. Um, I don't think I even had anything. But I do – I just got into cigars maybe about a year and a half ago. Okay. And I'm like, damn, bro, I was missing out. Like I can't, but the two the two times I should have had a cigar, dog, my wedding, and the Super Bowl, were I was, I was, and I didn't have them, so I was like, man, I wish I had them then, but I don't remember. Like I said, it was such man, it was such a blur because not only you have the game, but like I said, the media stuff is your family okay? You know, in this case, the Super Bowl, I have my father, I have my brother, I have my wife, I had my our son. Like everyone is here. I had to make sure everyone was straight. This there's so much coordination. Yeah. That I honestly did not have time to relax until we got on the flight back home to New York. So it was, it was crazy, man. It was, it was pretty dope. That's wild. And were you into wine at that time? Yeah, because I got into wine when I was in Green Bay, which I was there previously. You know, that's what got really you. got me going was the wine. And you know, my sto- my part of my story was, you know, having wine with Charles Woodson. You know, because uh, mm. when I got drafted as the same year, he got signed to the Green Bay Packers. And he would always, uh, every away trip, he would always take the defensive backs out to dinner. We go to a, you know, a fire restaurant. He orders some, you know, dope wine. And, and for, for me, it was interesting because I was kind of low-key afraid to drink wine around other guys on the mm-hmm. team just because, you know, it's, it's wine. You know, I was in Green Bay. It was beer. All my dudes love, they love Hennessy, you know, cognac and stuff like that. No one really talked about wine. So to find out like, okay, Charles Woodson, not only – drinks wine but he has his own wine label he has his own tasting room in napa like he's full-fledged in the winery i thought it was super cool not only to have a you know a guy who played football like me but a dude who looked like me too you know who's african-american in that space so him taking us to these all these you know restaurants what have you really sparked my interest to want to know to felt not want to know more but i felt more comfortable to want to keep indulging in the in the information of wine because for me man wine was never it was never ever ever about lifestyle Mm. It was never like I'm balling, got pinky up, rolling. It was never about, even though it's that's fun. I love going to wineries. I love drinking champagne. I love all that stuff, man. But right. I was so curious, like, how the fuck do they make this 
<laughs> tastes different in California and tastes different in Chablis. Like, why are these two Chardonnays different? You know what I'm right. saying? So that was that was my curiosity. Why, how come, why in Burgundy they don't put the damn grape on the bottle? Like, yeah. can you, can you, I have to guess what it, I have to know based on the region. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But I was curious. That's how I was. So that's that's kind of what happened with me, man. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I've been into wine for a while. And look what that curiosity sparked, man. The the wine MVP. Yo, just want to take a sec to give a big shout to my people at Wide Roots Imports. The role of a good wine importer is to tell the story of the land that the wines are from. Wide Roots does that in a very judgment-free way. They're an educational resource for people that are new to wine, and if I'm rocking with them, you know they keep some fire on deck. Right now, bringing in wines from Spain and Italy. For more info, go to widerootsllc.com now. You know, yeah, now, how, how did that how, tell us a little bit about the wine MVP and, and how that started? Yeah. So like most athletes that are, are doing it now, man, I, I wanted to have my own wine label. That's what I first started. That was part of that was the plan. And then I started doing a lot of, you know, research and talking to people and like any product. Right. You can have the best grapes, the best vineyard, the best winemaker, whatever it is. At the end of the day, can you sell the product? Right. Can you sell right. the wine? And I'm like. All right, well, let me, I started hanging out at wine shops for hours just to see what people are buying, to see what things are priced, see what things cost. And um, it kind of dawned on me, like, man, I have such a unique network in terms of, like, people I know in the celebrity space, people I know in the athlete world, you know, all these people. I, I was like, I could, I could just be, like, the middleman for them. You know, everyone's always asking me about stuff for advice and what to do. You know, I'm better off just doing like a concierge, kind of like being a sommelier to the football players or what have you, a sommelier to the athletes. So um, I was like, I'll just do concierge, man. That's kind of where it happened. And initially, mm. I just started, I started calling friends and was like, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do this. I know you have a seller, you know, if you need anything, you know, and it, you know, I had to just put my pride down and just call these dudes direct. Like, hey, yeah. this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Versus like trying to promote it on social media because then it would just look like just I'm just some dude in the wine space. You know, exactly. A football player likes wine, so I was calling my friends direct. You know, and out the gate, you know, I, Reggie Bush just built a brand new cellar, so I did his cellar, and Duh. Matt Ryan, Atlanta, his cellar, uh, Justin Tuck. So I I started getting a bunch of like people like yeah, like I actually need wine, especially now it's COVID, everyone's at home. Um, and then um, I'm like, well. I, like I want to be able to do something for like everybody because not everyone is going to drop this kind of money for wine. You know, not everyone's going to buy Opus and whatever it is, DRC and stuff like that. Like no one's going to buy that who really follow me and, and want to learn. So that's why I was like, man, I want to, I want to be able to create like a wine subscription, like a wine club. And I remember an article came out about me in the USA today about what I'm doing. And that just expedited the whole process. Like, okay, mm. everyone's like, well, what is it? Where, what is, what is we'll have? Where is it? So it, I was like, okay, I called, the, let me just call, it was actually an NFL wine guy, but I changed it because the acronym NFL and I probably had to like talk to the league office for a licensing and stuff like that. So I just yeah. changed it to the wine MVP, which I thought was cool, man. It crosses over to any genre. You can be the MVP of anything, you know what I mean? Right. And at this time I didn't have a license. So I ended up partnering with the wine exchange to do my fulfillment. And so they did my fulfillment for the wine club. And that's where I came up with the subscription club where it's two bottles, you know, and I intentionally picked two bottles that have rich history. Cause that's how I got into it. So I was like, okay, if you want to learn about it versus me, and I have nothing against private labels versus me getting a private label, 
let me actually get you a winery, for example, like Cateno Spotswoods that's been around for over 100 years. You know what I'm saying? Let me get you something like that um, at a reasonable price uh, that has like rich history. So that's that's how it came to what it is now. Now I'm getting into, um, I'm starting to get into the hospitality. So I, like guys would want to go to Napa or Paso or Bordeaux. Then, you know, they call me and, you know, I set it up or we set it up uh, for them. So I'm getting to that space now and got some really cool strategic partnerships coming up and then, yeah, there's, there's actually, there's going to be some, some, some crazy stuff happening soon. You know, it's Still. like I mentioned, I know people are, are, they look at me and try to categorize me in the influencer box. And again, nothing against them. I think this is a great way to make money or whatever it is, but I'm, I'm trying to do more um, than that. Almost like more of a, like a, per, like a lifestyle personality, you know? Right. And cause I don't, I, again, I want to clear this too. I, I never call myself a wine expert. You know, mm. I'm, I, I, I don't do that simply because I know there's people that are way more, way more educated than me in this space. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm still learning everything. I never call myself a wine expert because I'm all about like, let's grow together. Let's, let's learn together. Right. I'm not better. Cause that's the pretentiousness that I take away. I'm not better than you, man. Now, if you want to call me for advice, I'll give you the best answer I know, or I host tastings, but even when I host the tastings, it's never like, sure, if, if guys want to get geeky and saw me and go over the grid and be crazy, then yeah, that we can do that. That's fun. But I never claim to be an expert. You know, I was like, here's a few things that you can take when you go to the, when you go out for dinner, you know, or when you go out for dinner and they have a sommelier, ask the sommelier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't know what they got there. <laughs> yeah. Or no, because I know a lot of people will. You know, if some dude's going on a date, man, he'll like probably look at the menu in advance and, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, sit down. And I've done it before. I, I would try to look at the menu and try to how I know. But then this is what happened to me. I went to the polo bar in uh, New York, right on Fifth Ave, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And there was this this black dude named Darnell. He was a sommelier there. And I'm going I'm to send you his page, dude. And I t- remember after we put the Giants, I took my wife there for her birthday. She flew into for the game. We stayed afterwards. We didn't fly back with the team. Went to the pole bar and literally he showed up like suited. I mean, his aura was crazy. And I just sat back. I was like, you tell us what to eat, bro. You tell us what to drink. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just want the experience. Uh, he's like, he's like, you just talk to your wife. I got it. You know, and bro, I was like, that's that's what it is. If, yeah. if there's a sommelier, I know I'm getting off track, but if there's a sommelier, like do not, if you want to impress your date, you let them do their job. Facts. Facts. As long, you know, you can spice it up a little combo in between, but it's the truth, man. Like they intimately know the wine list. You know, they understand the menu. They like, it's what you do. I feel the same way about wine shops. You know, you mentioned like kicking it in wine shops. I'm sure you can also speak to this, but how important it is to have a good wine shop with buyers that you trust. You know, because they're people that's going to put you on to the new shit. Like, there's so much wine in the world. There are people whose job it is to find you the best bottles that they can find. You know, like, trust them. I'm glad you said wine shop because wine shops, there's in the morning, they're sitting with distributors all day long. I used to go, I used to, before COVID, I used to go to the wine exchange every Tuesday morning or Wednesdays, and I would all the distributors we lined up with their suitcases and I would rip through like a hundred wines in an hour. Yeah. Trying, wow. Trying this. Yeah. Trying this, trying that, trying this, trying that, trying this. It's like, it's crazy. So to your point, yes. Like all these distros are coming in 
telling them what's hot, what's good, what's not, what's for sale, what's not with all this stuff. So you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's totally true, man. It's, it's, it's really true. Um, last thing I got to ask you, man, the, the, the people always enjoy to know, you know, if you could uh, have a glass of wine with any rapper dead or alive, what rapper would that be? Oh, I'm sure everyone said Jay Z. <laughs> I gotta be Jay. Yeah, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like for example, mine's is Biggie. Like I Versus would love Biggie? because no, that's like, fire too. I love yo Biggie was so advanced, man. Like he died. Big died at 25 years old. You know, and this right. motherfucker was talking about being in restaurants where they playing vi- mandolins and violins. Like I remember when I started working in auction and I started going to restaurants that were moving, like, I'm like, yo, this motherfucker big, man. He was 24 and like seeing all this. So I'm just so, and, and you always hear about how intelligent he was. I'm just interested. Well, to see. And he seemed, he seemed fun to like hang with. Fact. He's everybody talks about how funny he was. Yeah. Like he seemed super fun. Even, you know, I didn't finish the new documentary that came out, but he just seemed like real fun to hang out with. So yeah. I, I definitely see that. I don't know. One, one glass dead or alive. That's any tough. any rapper, man, and That's I think tough. the J the J the J um the J ants is also a very dope one, man. Like, who wouldn't want to have a glass with J? Well, I'm saying I'm saying, but just from him, just from his uh, entrepreneurial perspective in the beverage game, you know what I'm saying? All like, right. I, I I would be so curious for for that to see what he does. Man, I don't even know that are alive. Biggie's I'm interested to hear what, what Hove got up his sleeve in the wine game. Because you know there's more shit. Like, he trademarked the name Hovino. Like, there's something happening. I don't know if it's a wine bar. I don't know what. But I'm very interested to see what he's going to do in the wine space. I'm still thinking about your, <laughs> your question. <laughs> don't worry, man. I'm here. Like, we I, got... love, I, love, I love Ye, but he's just crazy right now. <laughs> he's just it would super... be an ill convo. It, no, At it least. would be. It would be. I think. I think one on one, if he and I sat over the glass, because he's like he's one of my, he's probably if not my favorite artist is yeah. You know, mm. I, I love even the stuff he people didn't like that much. I just think he's just if he wanted to, he could. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like anytime he could. So, how do you look for Kanye? How do you look past the um, the the theatrics? And like his see political the stuff, yeah. Just, or I just, just he, Kanye's a wild dude. You know what I'm saying? He be wilding out. How do you see be, past well, that? Because at the at the end of the day, it's kind of like, what's what's the product? You know what I'm saying? That I'm looking for. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like, I don't know. It's kind of like in sports, right? If a dude is is a problem or has issues off the field and goes through whatever, but he's winning. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You it's kind of like seen this shit a lot. <laughs> it's kind of all good, you know. Um Yeah. I mean, Tiger came back by winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After all the stuff he went through, it, you know, uh speedy recovery to him. But I can see through it because he's still capable of putting together art. You right. I'm saying he didn't just he didn't just leave the face of the earth. He's still capable. So I think I a lot of people through. don't speak about the fact that He's so super rich, but still extremely talented. Like, ha- have you noticed that, like, when rappers start acting and they start getting that Hollywood money, they fall off? Like, no discredit to Ludacris, 
But I feel like Ludacris as an artist, he's never been the same as soon as he started acting. Like, same thing, Fresh Prince. Fresh yeah. Prince could still spit balls here and there. But as soon as he started rapping, like, his... I don't know. The skill level just changes. But... And I think that it comes down to, like, yo, I don't really need rap anymore. But Kanye don't need the music anymore. And he's still like one of the best in the game so no, definitely point, a yeah. lot of props to him on that one yeah but I, no honestly and yeah i never met drake i'd love to sit down with drake that would be dope yeah he, he drake like is on his like, wine shit too man yeah yep yes yeah. he is he has he has a sparkling wine a champagne i think that's actually um, yeah have you have you tried it i haven't had it yet nope i haven't had it yet either i'm I, i'm dying to um speak to someone with a uh you know that knows what they're talking about to really get the notes on it like i remember the first time i tasted um ace of spade and i'm like damn that's some this this got some alcohol in it you know it got some kick on it but it's an amazing champagne man and i know drake ain't putting his name on anything that he doesn't think through like yo this guy was behind euphoria he's behind top boy Right. Like he is a true artist, and and like, can you imagine what it's gonna be like when he decides to start acting again? No, right, yeah, I can only imagine what he has in the works. Yeah, no definitely. <laughs> nah, but Drake would be dope, man. That would, that would be a dope convo. Um, so what does the future hold for you, man? What's next? Um, you, you know what? Just I think there's gonna be you're gonna see more stuff, um, media wise, like like TV stuff. You know, I've been I've been talking to a lot of uh, productions and networks, TV wise. Um, so that's that's something that has been discussed. Uh, and then also too, you know, I'm, you're going to see more more advanced things with with the wine MVP as a as a business. So um, that's where I'm spending most of my time in is on those two things. Um, just like I said, my overall personal brand. Um, so I, I'm I'm like I'm very 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 careful, you know with Again, who I partner with, who I do things with, and I just want to make sure not not just everything is of value, but also it's quality too. You know what I mean? So that's why uh, you know you won't see me, you know, posting so many different you know wine keys or products or new this or new that. You know, all these things here and there. Um, just just because I'm I'm being super careful, you know, yeah. um, with what I'm doing because I feel like too, I want to, and I I, I want to say this too for just all the wine influencers or in that space, like just, just be careful in the fact of, you know, if say you do have a certain going rate and, and you keep doing stuff, let's just say, cause you got a free product, you're doing stuff for free on the low. It's like, well, that can actually devalue, you know? Facts. Um, cause everybody and, talks. Yeah. Everyone talks. Right. So um, like, sure. It's great. People can see you all these, all these free things, all this cool stuff. But then, you know, if they want to, if they want to buy you for your time, like, you know, know your worth Facts. And, and, and be firm. And, and sometimes like in business, man, when you're firm, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, you're going to see some, you're going to have some people that are like, man, that's, that's pretty steep, but you know what? Like, let's find ways to like make it work where some are like, man, you know, you know, I want to, I want to go elsewhere. You know, let me see this. Let me, let's talk about this. Or I'd rather do this. You know? So my thing is just, you know, know, you, know your worth, man. And if, if you are going to be in that space, like, like treat yourself like a business, you know? Facts. So it's it's interesting, man. So yeah, a couple there'll be there's some good things coming up, especially I want to say around, especially around the summer. Like I'm really in in the lab, in the dope. lab for real, for real. Dope, 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 dope. 
Wise words from the motherfucking man, Will Blackman. That's right, y'all. Pay attention. Definitely tap in, man. Yo, I appreciate you um, checking in with me, man. This was big. Thank you so much. And congratulations again on all the success, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, let's not let's not have this be the last thing, bro. Like, oh, as you you saw, like I had, you know, had Mary J on, you know, musician. I'm I think I got um, we're working on. Estelle reached out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's why so I'm getting to, you know, to do live. So, so anytime, like I said, you want to do lives, we can just music, wine, whatever you need, man. I told you I'm here to, I'm here to see people win. That's, that's, that's what moves me, man. So absolutely, man. Yeah. And yo, shit, we can do some live shit, man. That's Stuff what I'm saying. Like up. you let me, you let me know. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. 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 Nah, we, we, we definitely going to get it together, man. I, I'm, I got a world of respect for you. I love how you're treating the craft and to see what you're doing is inspirational and, and is dope, man. So congratulations to you. Much success, bro. And this ain't the last y'all going to see it with y'all. So be ready. That was another episode of Wine and Hip Hop. Peace. This was a moment in Wine and Hip Hop brought to you by Crew Love.